This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. The federal health insurance marketplace is now open. So if you're under 65, you're free to shop for the health plan that's right for you. UPMC Health Plan has some of the lowest price plans on the marketplace. Plus, you may be eligible for financial assistance to help you pay for your insurance. For affordable coverage that includes access to UPMC and digital tools to help you manage your health, visit upmchealthplan.com slash marketplace and roll today. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast, episode 470. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in snowy Beachview in Pittsburgh, PA. It's very snowy. Like I couldn't believe like how much snow was on the car just from like sitting in front of the <laughs> in front of the, the office here all day, right? With me in studio, he is the gadget guru of Big Bank International Esquire. He's trying to find out if Nico the Cat is still a thing. It is John Chichilla. How's it going? I am not Nico the Cat, but I'm putting in my awesome thing of the week mm-hmm. a link so we can talk about Nico the Cat. Oh, good. Oh, good. Bring it around. Uh, but anyways, this is the Awesome Cast. Producer Missy is here as well as Michael. Uh, learning things. He's waving at me. Hi. <laughs> so learning learning how to get the, the podcasts uh, done and everything. Uh, you can join us at awesomecast.com where you can find this in uh, past episodes and interviews we've done over the year. We've talked to a lot of people. And uh, you can also follow us at awesomecast on the Twitter, uh, awesomecast on the Facebook. And of course, uh, we are streaming here tonight on multiple formats, a lot of those uh, formats right now. So thank you everybody who is joining us on Periscope, YouTube, Twitch, or wherever else we may be that I've forgotten that we connected to this. Uh, so, uh, or anything else going on. Um, so, uh, and also if you are joining us on any of those platforms, you join us over on the Awesome Cast Facebook Live. That is where we are. Keep an eye on that chat room. So we encourage you to join us there so you can be a part of the show. And we do this every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can uh, subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app, watch video versions on Facebook and YouTube, and uh, ask your voice uh, gadget in your home to play the Awesome Cast podcast. So you can, you can just sleepily wake up say listen to awesome cast podcast it's it's um a train um it's wednesday morning and i gotta get my fix uh also if you're catching us later or on one of those other outlets i mentioned you can have some and you have some comments uh, or just want to tell us what we got wrong on this episode please tweet at mayhem show with the hashtag ac470 thank you to our audio partners the 405 media.com streaming us over there daily at this point as well as post industrial audio post industrial.com a great local uh publication that's uh that's that's, that's a partner of the uh podcast uh, as well. Thank you to our Patreon supporters also helping to support the show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Our friends at the Coffee Club $5 level Matt Weller, John Dickey DeGore, and John Carmen who had some things to say about uh, 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 Brian Brian Crawford's uh, from PGH Museum's uh, thoughts on Star Trek Discovery. He's with him. He's in, he's in, he's in the Brian camp on that it seems. Um, also at the Family Show $1 level, our longest Patreon supporter Michael Fedor and pghmuseums.org is actually following us so go give them a shout out go check their site out go follow them on all the social media i understand they had a great party this past weekend to celebrate the launch of that website so let's get into and also you guys please support the show too at patreon.com slash awesome cast we uh, try to get some extra stuff extra conversations in there uh here and there uh if we can and you guys can uh, uh yeah be a part of that and help support the show so, Chella, I think we got a very video game-minded, awesome thing of the week this week. Um, I want to go with you first. What's going on over there? So, Minecraft, I didn't realize this thing existed. There's a thing called Mine Fair, mm-hmm. and it's the number one Minecraft event in the United States. Da, 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 da. And it's on tour in 2019 and 2020. Ooh. So, as you know me, I love a good con, whether it's Steel City Con, Wizard World, Replay FX, which I'll consider that a con why not 
Oh, it's um, worse. There you go. So oh. in June what? of 2020, Pittsburgh will be bringing MineCon or mm. MineFair. Um, they'll have live stage shows. There, there'll be u- famous YouTubers with Q and A's, live gaming, virtual reality, a costume contest, workshops, which I thought was pretty cool. They actually have, I guess, there's kind of famous coaches for the workshops to show you how to kind of build in the development arena um, and automate some of the Minecraft stuff. Obviously, there'll okay. be merch, mm-hmm. photo ops, and Legos. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight Legos? Well, because there's the Lego collections for Minecraft. Oh, that's right, which seems redundant to me. Which is funny because we actually... So that's one of the big things that we actually often pick up at Steel City Con is the different Lego figures from Minecraft. Hmm. So... I'm looking forward to this. And, will... and, and this is going to be out at the Monroeville Convention Center, the same place where Steel City Con usually yes. is. Um, and I, I I like what they did. So there's different passes that you can get, like depending on what level of interaction and if you want to be able to skip the lines and meet the YouTube celebrities and all that kind of stuff. Um and they correlate with the different stones or whatnot in Minecraft. Um, so there's gold, there's diamond, there's silver. Um, so the, yeah, they they kind of they they brought some fun to even you know what kind of badges you can get. So I am looking forward to going. That's great. I I, I know. Well, you and uh, and and your kid are huge Minecrafters, right? Yeah. In fact, yes. And in, in addition, Minecraft Earth, and I it just keeps re-downloading the content update. Um, Minecraft Earth launched today in early access in the United States for mm-hmm. iOS and Android, so you can run to your local app store and try to get in. To Minecraft Earth, which is the one that lets you kind of walk around in real life and build fun stuff. Mm. I've been trying to get it now for probably 38 minutes or 28 minutes, and <laughs> I'm still downloading uh, content updates. Are you on our Wi-Fi here? Yes. Okay. But I'm on the... Uh, You're on the sor- the pit mesh. I'm on the pit mesh network. Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah it, may not, it may not be 100%. That's awesome. Hey, well, my it's definitely it's only at thirty five percent. My awesome thing, which I realize not on my iPad here, so we're going to change that. Uh, my awesome thing uh, is so I was digging through, like you know, he downloaded all the arcade, you know, Apple arcade games, and really didn't get a chance to get through a whole ton of them yet. So I was just kind of playing through them like a couple of nights ago, and um, then I stopped on this one. And it's kind of a probably a like not a normal one to be. There's this game called Mini Motorways. It's I would describe it as kind of Sim City ish, but only kind of dealing with the 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 roadways. I guess um, there's these houses that pop up, and there's these factories or business outlets or whatever, whatever that pop up, and you have to connect them. Like the the matching color cars and houses need to be able to get to the the places. And I even have a video here. Um, to check out. Oh no! Look at you alt tabbing on iOS. Let's see. Yeah, I know it's great with a keyboard, right? Um, so here's a little bit of uh, my actual gameplay, actually here, and probably my my power thing's going to pop up in a second. So this is on an, on an iPhone, uh, and 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 this is on the the, the Mac and the iPad as well. So if you want to get into those there, but yeah, it's like you take your finger and you drag the uh, the, the the roadways, and you see this is this is probably really close to um. One of my one of my towns kind of falling apart here. Uh, so, did you play that with a mouse? No, no, that's what that's just with my finger. Oh, so it that's kind of cool. It put the circle there to show you where. Yeah, you're and I don't know. If, I don't know if that's a case of the video or if it's actually doing that under my finger uh, when I play it. But uh, you see how there's like little pins, like say in that blue one on the left. Um, that's probably the one that's going to blow up in a second. If there's too many pins, it, it starts a countdown, and you see there's a little bit of traffic jam going on in the middle there. Uh, if if nothing can get to if if they can't get to the the venue in a timely manner, then that's how you time out and you lose. You have irate drivers that 
yeah, you start hearing honking and everything like that. But then it'll pop up something like, hey, there's a house that pops up all the way over here in the middle of nowhere. So you got to waste all your roadways. And, and, and every, you know, it has a timer which goes through the week. And every week you get like, you know, 20 more road, road pieces. Um, you get bridges, you get stoplights, you get these motorways uh, that pop up. It's what you see kind of going over other things there. So it's, um, it's a pretty, it's a very, it's a really zen game, actually. Uh, as, as madness as that probably looks, but like being able to just build something up because it pops up with like one thing and one thing and you connect them, and then and then after like a, a week it starts to put different color ones up, right? Um, it a built, week real time or a week? No, a week, on the game. I I think I I think I sat for like two hours straight playing this game before bed. <laughs> Excuse me. Does it kind of do you level up and then like if you so no, there's too much traffic you you have you, you it doesn't really do that it um I, I sadly I think I've I've beat all of the um expectations for the game so far and maybe they'll add some later but um, I also love the the development company <laughs> is Dinosaur Polo Club but when you get in here I think it just loaded on my iPad so you can see it oh this is the short tutorial we want to get out of that let's get to the main menu. Um, so when you get in here, there's these different towns and, okay. you know, there's rivers and rivers can make things a little bit hectic because you got to make sure you have the, the things and, and, and the only achievements they have for any of these, at least that you see, um, are score 250 points in each of them. And, and there's leaderboards and everything too. Uh, so I, I, I'm guessing it's just the general top leaderboard. Uh, for this game, so for each of these towns, there's Beijing, Los Angeles, Tokyo, uh, Dar es Salaam, hmm? uh, Moscow, Munich. So like you can you can go and it's it's you know pattern over those areas um, geographically a little bit that you're building your town. So it's mini motor. Mini, wait, am I getting the name right? Mini motocross, mini motor, mini mini motorways. So if you want to try that out, it's part of Apple Arcade. And it's one of the nice little surprises that we've had. Um, Missy started playing it too, and now, now she's hooked on it. So, um, which is kind of cool because you have those, and then when you need another like addictive one, you just hit some more until you get that right. So, um, so that's kind of a, that's kind of a fun one that we pulled together here. So you didn't you are you an Apple Arcade right now? I am an Apple Arcade. I've been I've been playing. Sneaky Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Missy I've was on that for a minute. Been playing the Lego Brawl. The Brawl. Yeah, I've been playing. There was some racing one that I wasn't too crazy about. So I, I mean, it's still on my iPad, and I, but I, I didn't get addicted to it like I did the others. Mm-hmm. And then there's one other one. Remember what it is, and I want to start when I have probably during the Christmas break. There's the one that looks kind of like a Zelda, uh, Ocean Born or something like that. Something. Hold it's on, Ocean I'll have Born. it here in a second here because I've been playing that one too, and it's very good. Ocean Horn, Ocean Horn Two is the second one. Um, no, I was playing that too, and it does. It feels, it feels a lot like Zelda, and uh, played on an iPhone Eight. Mm-hmm. The graphics are really nice to be honest. Um, so definitely worthwhile. And I think I'm going to, I'm going to play a little bit more of those. Like I played the first Island dungeon or whatever, and it feels, it, it does remind me of Zelda. It reminds me of wind waker, but not with the wind waker graphics, like more with the Zelda graphics. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and yeah, it looks very, very good. Amanda Narcissus of uh, our friends at bold Pittsburgh are in the uh, chat room and uh, says she loves the sneaky Sasquatch. Sneaky Sasquatch is a lot of fun. And she's the one that actually got me, and my son on it because we went into the apple store mm-hmm. and all the ipads were there <laughs> and he started playing around and found the uh the zelda like game the ocean horn too and then so we downloaded that and then she told me about sneaky sasquatch so i downloaded that and then we already had lego brawls and some of the other ones so i think it looks like they're releasing about three to four games per week yeah yeah they are they they are that's not that's not too bad i mean these are games it's not like i mean they're not easy things to churn out so Mm -hmm. and and seeing something like ocean horn like it just seems like there's a lot to it right um so i've been playing that sarinar game um that's i don't even know it's like it's like a music 
it's like a music runner game of sorts. Sometimes you're fighting. Sometimes you're on a motorcycle. Sometimes you're just flying. And it's pretty poppy and interesting. And, and I don't know what to make of it, really. What? Poppy. Yes. Poppy. No, that's the other show where we do that. Uh, so, anyways, hey, you know what's also awesome? Our friends at Slice on Broadway supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza right here up the street in Beachview, Carnegie. Uh, PA on the way out to the airport, East End and PNC Park on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Our good friends there supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with a perfect pepperoni pizza for a good while. Go check them out. SliceOnBroadway.com, PGH underscore Slice on the Twitter and let them know the awesome cast sent you. So, also, our buddy Chachi, he's continuing his uh, 1001 game journey, thegamejourney.com. And here we go. He is way into NES games, guys. We're at the classic Super Mario Brothers, Dr. Mario, Double Dragon. Uh, so good to see he's a... I mean, this is this is where we grew up on uh, for most of us here on this show. So good to see uh, that. He's rolling into that right now. So check him out at gamejourney.com. Uh, also, so there was a headline from the Post-Gazette that was shared. Uh, I guess I shared this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, so apparently the Allegheny County uh, uh, Deputies Department has Teslas now. How about that? But of course, um, well, I mean, they're always trying to do unmarked cars, right? And uh, kind of interesting that they got a, a Tesla in there, too. Um, I, I love they're getting into this. Uh, they said that, uh, that, you know, when you're talking about like the state police or the county or anything like that, like uh, the sheriff's departments, like they don't want you to be able to see that outline of a car, right? And uh, the the uh, uh, Teslas definitely don't stick out quite as much, at least not in the same way. So um, let's see. This is just getting into a lot of the background of Tesla. But um, a little bit expensive, but I guess they probably get higher-end cars for that anyways because they, they get a lot of wear and tear, right, on that level. I would guess so. I don't know. You would think. So I mean, it was always like what Crown Vicks and stuff back in the day. That, that wasn't a cheap car, right? No, but I feel like those cars like lasted forever. Yeah, that was kind of the point of it. So, yeah. and well, here with the zero to the sixty, I mean, I think the the, the pickup the pickup of a Tesla to come after somebody. I mean, you can't you probably can't beat that um, when it comes to going after someone. Uh, Chris Whitlatch dropped a lot of stuff <laughs> this week. Holy crap! Let's see, uh, let's see, the uh, life-size Pac-Man maze is coming to Cincinnati. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Uh, you can uh, check that out over there. <laughs> I don't think that's an, that can't be an actual picture from that, is it? I did not get, let me. Take advantage of the themed activities, make a gear towards, um, so, hold on, here's a video here. Oh no, this is this is one of those physical mazes. I think we've seen this before, haven't we? This video popping up here. Um this is um it is it, it it's it's an outdoor kind of setup. Oh, I I know I've seen this before. So you have people actually in these ghost um things or dressed up as ghosts. You have a life-size maze. It's a it's a it's like if a Pac-Man maze was a giant bouncy house sort of. Like but that's kind of cool because so how does it work so i'm guessing how do you get the power pellets so you can <laughs> i don't eat know. the ghosts and you know how remember in pac-man like you went to the one end of the screen and showed up on the other we're probably not doing that we're probably <laughs> just not doing that let's be honest about it so um oh i realized i didn't throw the video up i've just been watching it uh, so let me <laughs> let me pull that back up for you guys. Uh, no, here it is. Like th- this is, um, I think there's maybe another event. Uh, this this is this is uh, scenes from the one held in Houston. And there's like this. Uh, I guess it's kind of like this bouncy house kind of thing um, where they decked out the. And there's like there's like food and activities and there's Pac-Man uh, tabletop games and and everything too. So I mean, this looks like a lot of fun. You wear like a ghost <laughs> outfit, I guess, and of course. Alcohol's involved. This is an adult activity. So go check that Maybe out. Maybe that's the power pellet. That is happening in, they call it The Maze. The Maze website. You can see at themazelive.com. I guess this is a touring thing that they have going on here. Um, and I might have to 
mark that for later. See if uh, see if see if they can get them to Pittsburgh. Uh, Apple's new AR headset might be a gaming headset, according to this article from um, iDrop News. Uh, let's see, uh, Apple's new AR glasses may be a gaming headset. They're saying as well. Um, this is from according to them. I feel like that's pretty narrow. It does a little bit too, but with Apple Arcade, does you've played some of these games, isn't it? Like, if it's making, if nothing, it's making your iPhone feel like a real gaming device, right? It's definitely making it feel like a real gaming device. But when I think about, it's not like they made the iPhone that just plays games, mm-hmm. or is is this just saying, oh, you'll be able to use the headset to do stuff and play games? And this is one of those articles that's kind of uh, basing it on uh, acquisitions and, and hires um, in the virtual reality, uh, augmented reality realm um, going into this. So this is kind of an analysis report. But uh, still the idea between this and the plays in the Apple Arcade, it could be something to kind of push that along, right? I'm still waiting for Like, I'm surprised, like, with all this Apple Arcade talk, there hasn't been much of, like, hey, your Apple TV is a game console. That surprised me, too. Like it surprised me a lot. It hasn't happened. I also haven't had like I my Apple TV is here. I haven't hooked it up for a while because we don't have persistent um, internet at home. I've just been watching everything on my iPhone and plugging it with a dock connector because I'm like, well, I have unlimited data. Why don't we just do that? Um, so I haven't actually sat down with a bunch of these games in front of a TV and see if they look as good as my newer hardware iPhone eight. That's one of the things that I'll be doing over... I have a lot of projects for the Christmas holiday. Um, <laughs> yes, playing video games is, and watching movies. Yeah, is is more strategically placing my Apple TVs around the house mm-hmm. and then kind of pairing them up with <laughs> various controllers. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling they're going to look just as good where I think what would be super interesting... It's, it's lower resolution, too. To me, though, is... If they can bring Fortnite and Roblox mm-hmm. over and maybe even Minecraft. Why haven't we? Why haven't we? I so it's like, up oh, to the like developer. My, I feel like Minecraft has been on the Apple TV. I swear I've seen it on there. I ha- I did not. If it is, I was not aware of that. Maybe maybe like a version was with an update. Maybe, well, it might be the old Minecraft before. Yeah, kind of the Minecraft pocket before one. Before Microsoft bought it. Oh, but so if they brought those three games over, mm-hmm. I think they could give every other console a run for their money. Personally, but I mean having those those three titles, especially the Roblox. I don't know if you ever play Roblox. Chilla, I am literally holding myself off from getting a Nintendo Switch because of Apple Arcade and Mario Kart on my phone. <laughs> Well, Literally. I know a lot of people that are the opposite. Yeah. So they have not enrolled in Apple Arcade mm-hmm. because they are they are invested in certain titles on yeah. Switch. Yeah. Yeah. And even the new um, what's the Star Wars game coming out? Uh, Jedi Order or something? Fall of Jedi Fallen Order? Something. I mean, a lot of people are looking forward to that, and that's a, that's not even a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. EA's doing that as a single player game, so. I don't know. I think I think if you could bring Roblox, even if you just brought Roblox to the Apple TV, there's so many games in that written in that system that, I mean, most kids would probably be pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, really. I I, I feel like you give, you know, a kid an, uh, an old iPad and Apple Arcade. Like, well, they're they bringing control. What surprised me too is they're bringing controller support mm-hmm. to Call of Duty Mobile. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. So that could be a real replacement. Yeah. Why isn't that on my Apple TV? Right. Right. So I mean, you figure. I'm, I'm but then to again, remember. if I'm sitting there with an iPad, I'm like, why do I need a TV? It's kind of like with the Switch. Why do I need a TV with that? With the newer, with the new one that you can't connect to a TV. Yeah, I think they need to come out with some. Have you ever seen those those things that you kind of clip onto your phone or you clip onto the side of your iPad and it turns like kind of mounts the joysticks and the buttons to the side of it? I think if 
I think if they had a couple more of those types of options, yeah, it's definitely even on the verge of a switch replacement. Yeah, especially I mean, especially now with like everything in here, it seems has controller support. So, um, well, I think I think the reason arcade is, I think Apple pushed the the arcade developer community to say to make this work on the TV, you're going to have to support controller. Mm-hmm. So because there's no touch, there's not even a touch interface. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing that, you might as well just give the option for controller support on any of the other devices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was playing. It was a weird. It was a weird. I pulled up. Um, what did I put up? I put up the Sonic Team Racing because it kind of threw me a little bit because I saw the Sonic Team Racing was listed on Steam, mm-hmm. and so you can buy the game if you're not if you don't have Apple and Apple Arcade. But it's such a weird game because it feels like a mobile game even on the Mac. Mm-hmm. Not all of them do. I mean, all of them just seem like quirky games, and that's fine, you know. But um, I want to. I, I the uh, Hot Lava game. I want to play on the Mac and see how that feels, or on an Apple TV. So it feels great on a on a iPhone, iPad with a controller. So uh, speaking of games, Niantic is another one by Whitlatch. Uh, they they are including more businesses and adding a real world AR uh, platform. First of all, uh, you know how you know there's all the um, um, you know your the Sprint your AT&T, location, Sprint, AT and T, It seems like that's all they've had for deals, right? Was Sprint? What well, is there? AT and T now? There was Sprint and there was Starbucks. So the, yeah, but the AT and now there's in in the Pokestops were like at those stores, stops. but in the Harry Potter, oh, the AT and T stores or something. Okay, so they got a deal there, and that's like pretty high level companies to get involved in there so they're they they released a uh they announced a niantic wayfarer it's a program intended to make it easier to nominate portals gyms and pokestops so you can actually go in and say hey i want sorgatron media to be a pokestop please do this guys please if you guys get a hand on this let's do this uh i mean we do have a pokestop right next door of course with the church so i guess we don't really need one like i can pull up and we're on a pokestop um but they are also going to be. Oh, what was this? They're making more. Um, they're adding real world uh, a real world AR platform. So this looks like. Um, so like they're showing an example of like your local coffee shop becomes one, and then uh, you know I, presumably then like you know I'm a local coffee shop. I can now you know Starbucks. There's like always that Pokemon drink that you can get. I don't know if you can still do that. I don't know if it's. I don't. It's definitely not on the menu anymore. It was. It was back in the day. It may be one of those things you can still ask for. It's the secret menu because it says. I remember before it said, "Ask about the something something Mm -hmm. Pokemon drink." Um, So that's part of it. Just lava does not actually feel great. Thank you, John Carmen. Um, But yeah, there's there's another beta program that's introduced. I'll qualify them to give them the ability to activate sponsored locations. Follow success of like we said, the Seven Eleven, McDonald's, and AT and T. Uh, any mom and t- pop shop can be included in this. That's really cool. Um, also, there's a Niantic real-world platform um, that they're putting out, and it allows players to build their own game board. Interesting. How does that like you? You pick where the stops are. I think. I, I, no, I think it's it's just like you build another game around those stops. The real time. There's also the idea. This so this is just like stuff that's kind of on the board for Niantic that, that that's in development here. According to uh, AndroidCommunity.com, um, there's also the idea of an AR networking, so multiple players uh, can interact with one another in different devices with uh, and with digital objects. That sounds a little bit like the Minecraft stuff we were talking about before, right? It'd be kind of cool if you had a Star Wars one where it was like Smuggler's Run, and you had to like move things from one physical location to the uh, another without bumping into. The Empire, like, you could mm-hmm. pick sides, you're the smuggler, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You could do, like, capture the flag type stuff. That would be pretty neat. It could be fun. It could be a lot of fun. Um, also, Dave Potter, Tiny Shower Podcast, ProfPod on the Twitter. Uh, there's one from the Apple Newsroom where um, there's an augmented reality app that helps veterans manage anxiety. That's cool. Uh, this is, uh, I had the name here, the Helium Heal Helium, Helium, AR, uh, guided meditation, syncing to your Apple Watch. I mean, there's a lot of things doing this, but the, I'm sure this is you know very well geared to 
um, especially what veterans need. Uh, you know, I, there's a lot of these kind of mindfulness apps, but I'm sure a lot of them don't appeal to every demographic, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we keep talking about, um, um, you know, when we're talking about the mindfulness, we do, we do a mindfulness podcast on Circuit Charm Media, uh, Fishing Without Bait, and we kind of talk about woo-woo uh, therapy, woo-woo mindfulness and stuff, right? I, I say that's not something that necessarily your, you know, your veteran, your Army veteran, you know, is going to get into. So um, it looks like something that kind of, uh, connects with those people, those guys and girls out there. So, all right. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Dave. Thank you. Again, if you guys have anything you guys want to contribute to the show, hit up the awesome cast Facebook group. And, uh, we like to include it there and have some great conversations throughout the week. A little preview of what we might be talking about, uh, going into the show every week. Hey, want to give a shout out. We do a lot of stuff here. I, I know, uh, Brian was really good about, uh, promoting the fact that pghmuseums.com was done in-house here with Sidekick Media Services, uh, housed here in the Sorgatron Media uh, Multiplex. Uh, so uh, go check out what's going on from sporting events to music video production to conferences and everywhere in between. Uh, this team here at Sidekick Media Services, we have you covered. Uh, Sidekick to your superhero project. Uh, what next big thing can we help you guys with? We've been helping build things like PGH Museums for a good long time. Um, other business websites like our friends at Dark Force Studios uh, and, and uh, the Hand in the Billfell Music Festival website. And it's not just websites, podcasts just like this uh, that we do for everything from Innovation Works to, to uh, SAE International. Uh, all over the place with our production. Uh, some really good stuff and really, really loving the projects that we're working here. And we can help you guys out. Uh, check out. I just uh, updated the, the YouTube page with a little bit of content over at the uh, Psychic Media Services as well. So go check out what we've been up to. Let's see. Uh, Adobe's. I feel like I talked about this last week. No, no, no. It just my, my weeks are meshing together. Have you seen this Adobe's Project Awesome audio? I've heard of it. I have You've not heard seen of it. this. I love. <laughs> I forget who commented. Um, they're like, they're like, it's Adobe, and that's the font they chose. Because <laughs> there, there's, a, it's a plugin, and this is this, this is the preview stuff, right? This is the the find the sky machine learning stuff. So so this is something that goes into Audacity, um, and with a single click, you can awesome the audio like uh i got to saying what if you could fix your janky podcast clips in seconds and again this is what i'm talking about there's this uh automizer adobe sensei awesome vers- version uh 0.0.02 uh and, and you see like yeah that's a kind of a weird font they use for that uh but no the idea is it, it will look through um and do a one button try to fix everything and uh they say the results are pretty decent so it'll be interesting to see what happens. You have this big tool that you get it in, and, and you can get in with a Adobe uh, Audition. The the Golden Girls font says John Carmen was used in this. Uh, yeah, this big tool where you can get in and really tweak the audio. But what if there was just a one button fix? So, uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how that actually works in the wild once we all get something like this in the next year or so. Maybe. Um, and this is like a research project. Again, there's a lot of these that kind of come out of Adobe, too. Uh, Chilla, tell me about Netflix and your device. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, forgot to click on the thing. Forgot to click on the thing. Oof. First thing or the second thing? Any more coffee. Um, Netflix announced last week that they, I think it was last week, that they are cutting support for a number of older devices, including... I'm worried about my mom's collection of Rokus. So, yeah, including a bunch of Roku devices. If you go to the beginning of that hey, article... That looks like the Roku you gave me. I didn't, I didn't give you a Roku. You didn't give me a Roku? Oh, no. I think, I think that was Dan over the comic book pit. That's uh, right. Was it? Or was it... I'm um, thinking. I don't know. Or no, maybe he gave me the newer one. So... Anyways. And I'm not, I'm not a Roku user. So, like, the Roku SDX... HD XR, Roku HD, XD, um, and then they have a bunch of not model numbers: the N1050, the N1101, the N1100, the 2000C. What I don't understand what these are in the Roku generation of things. Um, 
in a, in amongst those is also older Samsung smart TVs from 2010 and 2011. That's the part that sucks. And some Vizio smart TVs with the Vizio internet apps. Um, what about, they, wait a minute. I got one that just has a 2 on it. I got a Roku with a 2 on it. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> there has to be real tiny print on there with like some model Model number. 2720X? 2720X. I don't know. It's the 2. It's a it's a hockey puck with a two on it. You're still you're still supporting. Yeah, the twenty fifty X and twenty one hundred X. Take that twenty one fifty. Um, are still look like they're still supported. Um, so when they announced this, they really didn't explain what was going on or why they were dropping support for the older devices. Right now, based on the fact and, and, that these devices are. Eight and nine years old, but yeah, still, if you bought yeah. a nice TV back then, that's the thing. And then, and even when they started doing smart TVs, it's like, man, you're not going to want to do that because if that thing's not going to get updated, man, I don't know what's the, what is the average person's thought process around the longevity well, of like a smart TV. Well, you think? Well, well, I'm thinking about like, well, look at the TVs we have here. Like that one's from this one's from 2000. But neither one of those are smart yeah, they're not, TVs. Yeah, you, they're not you smart would plug TVs. a dongle into it. I literally don't own a. Yeah, we. I, you know, I, the thing you plug into is upgradable. The thing you plug into it is relatively cheap. Let's say a Chromecast. Let's say a Fire Stick, right? Um, and maybe hey, bought mom the thing, and now she can watch Hulu and Netflix because it's on her TV, and. You got to think if you bought that for mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, they're used to having the TV from the 80s still there, <laughs> right? Like, you know, that's the translation that I think, like, some, there's going to be, uh, some 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 parents and grandparents are going to be like, what's wrong with my TV? There's going to be a lot of us going to, a lot of, a lot of us types um, um, saying, oh, no, you're not supported anymore. This is a problem. Because mom can't get their Hallmark channel on Netflix or whatever, right? So, so Netflix did speak out to a person at Gizmodo. And they said that the issue with these older devices is they were they run Windows Media DRM. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my producer Miss okay. is waving at us. Let's say. Right, buy your grand. Oh, get him a cheap twenty dollar new new uh, Fire Stick. Uh, well, it's Especially a boot. Black Friday, I'm sure. Por- yes. Every Amazon device is going to be okay, nothing. Off. Yeah, but but I thought it was interesting. The dev- the older devices were built to run Windows Media DRM, which really? is like, from like Windows nine. Wait, wait, wait. This is from back when. Remember Netflix for the longest time in your browser ran on Silverlight. Mm-hmm. It was the last thing that ran. And Silverlight, for those who don't know, it was kind of like um, how back in the day we used to have to install Flash for all the video in, in inside browsers, like even YouTube, before like the iPhone said, screw that noise. Um, basically, right? Uh, so, so, so this is like around that era. So that's why they're finally cutting support for it. Yep, and then, so, but... So they in, go, a, in about 2010, this is, I mean, this goes back. In about 2010, Netflix started to use Microsoft's Play Ready. Mm-hmm. And those devices are unable to support Play Ready. I guess the content that comes from the movie studios and other providers are in that Play Ready format. Yeah. Um, it's easier to get that content from the movie studios. So from December 2nd, these older devices, which aren't able to upgrade to play ready, will be locked out. So just in time for, because that's going to be the Monday after Thanksgiving. So if you're listening and reading, and you're a techie techie kid, and you go to Thanksgiving and say, "Mom, we got to check, we got to check your thing. Let me check the model on your TV. Let me check the model of your Roku." Right? I know you've yeah. had it for a while. And then Justin, and then you go out on Black Friday the next day. <laughs> Well, and what surprised me, so I was thinking about this, right? Like, if you look at, at most of the um, most of the Amazon Fire TV devices, the Fire TV Stick Second Gen and Fire TV Stick 4K, along with the Fire TV Cube, um, will all support. Netflix, Apple TV Plus, Disney 
stream. I mean, to me, that's the way to go. Just get them a $30 streaming stick. And I mean, I'm sure there's going to be, I think most of the newer fire TV devices include this, the Alexa remote. Oh, sorry. I don't know if she heard me. <laughs> Hello, um, run and hide. I think she heard us. Um, yeah. So, I mean, to me, that's if if you're looking for a sh- cheap streaming option, there, there it is. Hmm. Just pick up the the Amazon, at least an Amazon Fire TV Stick Gen Two. So, so can I? I I feel like I keep finding stuff thanks to my Instagram and Facebook. Damn it, they know me. Even if they are maybe turning my camera on without me noticing. I saw that going around today. Um, I I keep seeing things from ads in there that are awesome things for me. And this one is, this one, surrogate TV. And I don't know what the angle is on this. Like, I haven't really dove too much in, but I know I saw the video and it looked cool. Uh, So this, this appears to be a Twitch kind of setup. And what I'm viewing is people are playing um, a pinball machine live, and it's Batman 66, and it's streaming, and you are playing it remotely via the internet. Like, I worry about the latency. I mean, pinball's a pretty reaction You know what? We are, we are going to be able to play Assassin's Creed over the internet. I think they figured out pinball. Right? They're showing you a live video. That's feed. true too. You're right. That is like interesting. That's so. I don't know much about this. I just know the game is playable on PC and Mac only. I'm on an iPad, so it's saying no. Yeah, okay. You can get my cookies. Um, so I'll get more ads of this. Say so I'm using an unsupported browser. Please use Chrome on PC or Mac to play. Um, so yeah, I, I again, I haven't dived into this, but like. I've been watching the, the video keeps popping up for me. I'm just like, that looks really interesting. And you see they have a high scores and everything, and I'm sure they're running some kind of ads or something like that. Um, oh, oh, look, they're, they're selling um, pinball machines, of course. Or is, are, they just oh. selling, are they selling Amazon advertising oh. space, and it just knows that it's a pinball There could site. be. That, I think that's the thing. Yes. I'm sorry? Oh no! Is this like the claw machine? And in, in, uh, there's an app that's the claw machine in Japan, and if you get something out of the claw machine, they'll send you the thing. This was what? like Chachi or somebody was into this, right? You remember that? Yeah, yeah it was like it, it's a it's I don't know. Just look up claw machine app on your iPhone, and it's like it's a Japanese website. It's a real claw machine. You play it. I think you like. It's one of those things like they give you a few, and and after a while, you just start buying credits. <laughs> Right, so that's that's the thing. It's kind of a and then you got to pay shipping and handling. No, I don't think you have to pay the shipping and handling, but they will like they will send you the thing. So it's like a physical claw machine you play remotely. Now that one you don't have to worry so much about the lag, do you? Because it's no. already because let's be honest, playing it in person at Denny's has enough lag on it, <laughs> so it actually may help you in the long run. I feel like the claw machine though. I move the thing and then I walk around to the side of the machine and look to make sure I'm yeah. perfectly lined up. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But still, I mean, it's kind of a another way to look at that. Oh boy. Weird things on the internet. Uh let's see what other weird things on the internet. Anything you want to poke at here before we get out of here? Go back up to the top real quick just for funsies. Going for funsies? Um under my thing? awesome thing of the week. Okay. Oh, that thing we were the talking Moby, about before. Moby Games. It's under Moby Games. So what is? What are we looking so, at here? So if there used to be this thing, and it was Nico the Cat, and you would run oh. it, and, and I found oh, where they got it to I run. I remember so Nico. So if you go to the next, if you scroll down a little bit and go to the next button, so that's Nico chasing the pointer. Um, if you like, see the black. Oh, go. Oh, there's a next button here. There's okay. a next button. So that's Nico chasing the the mouse pointer. Mm-hmm. Then it, that's Nico bumping into the wall of the window. It's, and then if you don't sleeping. move your mouse, Nico falls asleep. Mm-hmm. And then when you do move your mouse again, Nico wakes up. Um, it was just like this little Nico the cat that would chase you around. He was cute. But that, I can't find anywhere where there's there's Java based versions and there's like online DOS box based versions, but I can't find one that runs under Windows 10. Oh, man. 
But it was like it's still online, right? Like in the browser, or you just you just want to be there in your Windows. I wanted to be like chasing my cursor. Around. Yeah, because I think there was another version after this one. Because this is like version I don't know what. Um, there was one where it didn't run in a window. Mm-hmm. Like it actually chased your cursor around. Oh, that's right. Because it's just one that popped up there. Like maybe like a Windows XP version or something that was uh, a little. Yeah, and people are have the source code online, so. If you, mm. you want to mm. modify it, you can. Mm. Uh, new. I haven't played Pokemon for a while. Have you? I'm. You and, I've kind of converted to Harry Potter. Really, really. It, it couldn't get me, but also not a big interest in Harry Potter. So, um, they have uh, updated things so you can play with your monster pal in AR. There like, he does is. he help you out? There or he is. He's just walking around. Look at him go. He's just walking around, just hanging with people. He's just he's just jaunting around. Is he gonna jump in the water? No, he and it, well I love that he walks up to the railing and actually stops and goes around it. Well, isn't that the point of AR? It and then and then you open what? the door and it goes through the door. And it's this little guy with a backpack. I don't know what he is. I I I, I presume it's some newer Pokemon generation. Do you get Pokemon. anything for doing that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm just having fun watching the video. Um, no. So the idea here is that it's called Buddy Adventure. is designed to be real time. Uh, you and your friends would need to have the feature enabled. They'd be in the same location for it to work. Uh, Niantic uh, didn't say how much, uh, how many friends or buddies will be. Will, the feature will accommodate, but it did emphasize that this experience is really meant for small groups of people rather than large gatherings. So is this out yet? Uh, Niantic is going to add. So this is not officially out as of this article on on uh, on uh, Engadget yet. Jeez. Also, did you know Niantic's been around for like nine years? We figure. Um, and this is part of the the level the the multitude of announcements that we got that other information from Niantic. Uh, what was their field trip? Field trip on the Google Class, man. Yeah, but then they have what was the Ingress, um, Ingress. which is now a uh, a hit uh, anime show on uh, Netflix. I don't know about a hit. I mean, I was running Ingress on like remember that old Canon or no? It was a Samsung camera. Really? So I had a Samsung what? camera that ran Android that had like a forty X. Oh yeah, like physical zoom on it. Yeah, I remember that crazy um, thing. That's how, and it it was. I want to find that video. It has it had the um, AT. You could put a, an AT and T SIM card in it. Mm-hmm. And it was the only Android device I had back then that had cellular data. So I was playing, I was playing Ingress on that. So you're playing Ingress on a camera. Yes. Because it was like it was like on the one side it looks like a phone with the screen, right? Yeah. But the other side it looks like a digital camera. And that's I'll be honest with you. That's the one thing that I wish they would have kept up with, because. The ability to have a nice, and we're not talking like DSLR with like removable. No, lenses, but it was a nice digital. But camera. it was a digital camera with like a forty x physical. A little bit of a non, bigger, a bigger non, chip in it, right? Yeah, um, and it it ran full on Android. Mm-hmm. So and it had a cellular connection. So think about like from a. Hey, I want to take a video of something, or I want to take a picture of something, and then instantly have it on Instagram, Facebook, like wherever you wanted to post it. Like all that content was just immediately there. And then with Google Photos, it could synchronize immediately. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's where it got to the point where actually my workflow was take a picture with that, let Google Photos sync it, and then grab it on my phone. Google Photos stopped syncing for me. Oh, are you full? I know I don't think so, but it just it's like it changed things. It was like, yeah, we're only going to do a little bit now. I got I got a notification that I was running out of space, mm. and it mm. was like I had to go in. I've never this is going to be sad. I've never deleted an email in Gmail ever. Yeah, me neither. Until about three weeks ago, really. And that was one of the things that was chewing up a lot of my free space. Hmm. Um, they started to cap a lot of those services. Uh, uh, now, Google Photos, as long as you're not uploading the full photo size, you're supposed to be able. To, it's supposed to be unlimited. That's what I thought I was doing. I don't know. That's what I thought I was doing because I mean, I think it's all I need. 
right? Yeah. Full versions. It's in the settings. Go- you could see. You can see what your at least photos. Yeah. Full, set full versions are going up to uh, iCloud. So why not let Google Photos take like the backup is going to be the lower res version of that. Now I'm curious about looking at my settings as I'm doing here, like right on the air. Uh, <laughs> limit cache size. No, that's not it. Backup and sync. I don't know. No, it says I still have like 84 gigs of two terabytes left. And I'm because I have like a Google OneDrive and all that stuff. So I have like even more space. So I don't know what the deal is. High quality, free unlimited storage. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'm using. Backup and sync. Checked. Uh, when to backup? <laughs> Use cellular data? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, and it just hasn't for like the longest time. If you swipe, like if you go to your library and swipe down, does it kick off a sync? Yeah, it seems to. But then like I let it sit here. It feels like I need to keep it like open in order to do it. Now it does say that like it does say that I could uh um free up space by deleting thirteen thousand items from this device, but I actually let iCloud deal with that. Because then it's gonna delete it out of iCloud, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. It's That's like always a, a confusing It's like thing an up me. in the air thing, so it's just like we're just gonna leave it. We're just not gonna deal with it, guys. We're just gonna roll with this. Uh Judge Chill, I think it is time for us to wrap up here. Uh, I need a nap. You need a nap. I need a nap too. This 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 cold and the snow is just just taking a lot out of us, guys. Uh, John Chichilla is at Chilla on the Twitters. ChillaTech.net. John Chichilla on the Facebook. Chilla photo on the Instagram. Yeah. And I think that rounds it out. At Sorgatron on the Twitter for me. We got a lot of great things going over on sorgatronmedia.com uh, new episodes from thrifty podcasts oh i think one just popped up i need to i need to share it over there from our friends at bardic mystery tour uh we have pittsburgh current is actually gonna have some old friends that were on wrestling mayhem show barjitsu is gonna be uh, a part of that show this week scheduled uh and of course the uh, latest episode of fishing without bait with our good friend Brian Crawford, he was on here, of course, last week uh, talking about pghmuseums.org. He's on there talking about um, kind of the inception of, you know, River's Edge and and things like that that he's worked on over the years. So part one of our interview is posted today at fishingwithoutbait.com. Thank you, producer Missy, hanging out, waving at us. Well, she was waving at us before. She was. Not the other gestures. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us in the chat room. Until next thing, everybody, you have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.